It is time to dig deep with Stacy and Stacy, a podcast for anyone hungry for God and willing to tackle today's relevant issues with authentic conversations inspired by Holy Scripture, prayer, and devotion to the sacraments. Hosted by two Texas gals who went to the same country Baptist church as little girls, had crazy lives, and found each other again decades later as Catholic convert wives and moms. Get ready, y'all. They're fixing to get real. Hi, I'm Stacy Tresenkos. And I'm Stacy Parkwood. Good morning and welcome to the 60th episode of the Stacy and Stacy podcast. This is December the 13th. Happy Tuesday. This is also the memorial of St. Lucy, virgin and martyr. And we're going to tell you a little bit about her story, uh, read a little from the scripture, and then Stacy and I are going to discuss the end of season two. Yes, yes. We are <laughs> concluding season two with episode 60 so that we can... A, spend time focusing on our families during the rest of Advent and Christmas season. Yes. B, um, plan 2023, because yes. we have a lot of things we want to do. And in, in addition to doing the podcast, we want to um, do some writing, even uh, I think some books or a book or a, some books are in the works. <laughs> um, S may be on there. And um, also plan some more retreats. We have lots of ideas for that. And Stacy's also going to be working with us at Children of God for Life. So yes. lots to do. Excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. So yes, 2023 is going to be a very busy year. So we want to get a jump on it and start planning out our calendar so that we can make sure we get everything scheduled. Yeah, and 60 is a good number to end. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe we did 60 episodes? The first season, just a little podcasting nuts and bolts here. The first season, we did only 12 episodes, one each week. And we started back in April. And And I thought that was so tough. It It was was hard. hard. (laughs) It took so much time to get, like, we would would re-record everything we said. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Because we were talking about ourselves and our lives, too. It was more personal, Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. But, and we were just starting out. We were kind of getting the hang of it, learning how to do it, and second-guessing ourselves a lot. And this second season has been a lot easier. I think it was more structured. We stuck with, basically, scripture and tradition, so we had a game plan, and Mm -hmm. it seemed to... It just, I'm just blown away that we were able to do 60 episodes. Yeah, we did. We times fived it. Yeah. And because when I told Stacey, I think we need to do it every day of the week. Oh my like, goodness. I went, oh, no. But we did it. So we're wrapping up now. It's, it's just time. What defines a season? We just kind of play it by ear as we go. So we, we judge prayerfully, um, discern yes. that it's time to. Close it for now and tend to our families and do some planning and then start season three when we get back up to the first of the year. Yes. And we're really going to um, ramp up our social media. So Facebook, Instagram, our website, we really want to work on that more and communicate uh, more with you so you will know when we're starting back up. Yeah. So we'll still be active on social media. That's the plan anyway. Cutting up a little bit, recording us on video, which is we don't like to do. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be stretching ourselves stretching again. Ourselves and, and, uh, anyway, so stay tuned. We're not going away. We're just going to put this daily podcast on hold after today with the Memorial of St. Lucy.
Yes, yes. So um, let's start with prayer. Let's go ahead and, and start. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we thank you so much for all that you do for us, for your presence. We thank you that you're always with us. We thank you for being a part of our conversation today. We thank you, Lord, for how much you love us and that your mercy is new every morning. Father, I ask you for discernment. I ask you to open the eyes of our understanding, to keep giving us fresh eyes to see you and to keep giving us ears to hear you. We want to draw so close to you. We love you. We love you. We love you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Lucy. St. Lucy. This is an interesting story. I have, I'm learning so much about the saints because, of course, coming into the Catholic Church, I didn't know about any of the saints. So this is really has been fun for me to uh, learn more about each one. So St. Lucy was very young. She, was, uh, she died when she was 21. And she was born into a uh, wealthy family, but her dad died when she was five years old. And as she grew up, um, you know, loving the Lord and having relationships, she wanted to be, um, she she wanted to uh, remain a virgin. And but her mother promised her to a pagan young man. So her mother ends up getting sick. They go to Saint Agatha's. Um, uh, I believe it was her. Gravesite? Where did they mm-hmm. go, Stacy? Do you remember? Mm-mm. No, I don't. They they did a pilgrimage, mm-hmm. and they ended up praying. Her mother got healed, and so her mother agreed that Lucy could be uh, remain a virgin and not marry. Well, this did not go over well with the young man and his family. So she was arrested. And um, she wanted to give her dowry away. She, she wanted, wanted to, yeah, she wanted to give it to the poor. They she wanted just wanted to money. serve the Lord, mm-hmm. and they wanted that money. So, but anyway, they were going to force her into prostitution as punishment. Mm-hmm. And the that's terrible. It was yeah, yeah. But the Lord made her. It said immovable. So when they tried <laughs> to move her and take her to the brothel, they couldn't. And it even said they hitched her up to some ox, ox and it, it, could not move her. God was like, no, no you're not taking not her there. taking her to defile her yes, in the brothel. Uh, no. And then they tried to burn mm. her. They brought she wood burn. Nope, she wouldn't burn. God was like, nope. They did end up uh, killing her with a sword, but she stood firm. She never yeah. denied the Lord. And so she is a... Um, and then also there's stories. The, I, the, yeah, there's different accounts because she was a saint from the 3rd and 4th century. Yeah. So a long time ago, there's not a lot of writing. And then some of the writing doesn't appear until like the 15th century, which mm-hmm. is much later on. Uh, but the accounts have something to do with her eyeballs. So you always see pictures of St. Lucy holding a plate <laughs> of eyeballs. And you yes. might wonder... Oh. It might have something to do with Protestants not really thinking that we're sane when we talk about <laughs> saints sometimes because it's a little weird. But she's holding the eyeballs. Cause, so some accounts say that they gouged her eyeballs out during her torture, and some accounts say that she took them out herself to make herself less attractive at the brothel. Wow. So, um, But when they buried her... They were there again. Yes. So yeah. they were... Um, 
she was healed. They so she is miraculously. Act- yes. <laughs> so she is actually the patron saint of the blind. The restoration of eyesight. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think you see in most of the pictures, not all of them, um, that she's got her eyes and she's holding her plate of eyes. Yes. And um, she's a beautiful, mm-hmm. most of these pictures, she's a beautiful girl holding a plate of eyeballs. eyeballs. <laughs> and so that's the story behind St. Lucy. I also, um, my youngest daughter is named Lucy because the word Lucy, Lucia, rather, um, Santa Lucia, is um, means light, Lux, L-U-X. And I, I named my youngest daughter My Little Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the fourth daughter in five years while I was converting to Catholicism. And this is a story I used to write about, but I don't so much now because it's, it's just sad and we've moved on. But um, in those days, in the Catholic hospital in Worcester, Massachusetts, um, the doctor was worried about me being pregnant four times in five years. And the doctor sat me down, sent me to a mental health care person when I said I was getting a little bit, was struggling with anxiety, mm. pregnant and nursing mm-hmm. for going on six years. And so um, <laughs> they had me see a, a, a mental health care pr- practitioner. And she, sitting in the doctor's office in a Catholic hospital, told me, Look, I'm Catholic too. I've traveled all over Europe and it's not true that you have to have so many babies to be a good Catholic. Mm. You're just a perfectionist and you never recover from being a perfectionist and you're just trying to be the most perfect Catholic mom you can by having all these oh babies. Goodness. And and she strongly oh encouraged me to think about abortion, which I never ever ever even considered. Mm. Um, what I did was I went to the bishop and told on her (laughs) and said, you need to tell the people working in your Catholic hospitals that this is not the Catholic teaching. This is not how it goes. This is wrong. This woman doesn't know what she's talking about. So anyway, I don't know what happened, but we moved away shortly thereafter. And, um, oh my goodness. But my little, so I named my little girl light, the light of my life because, Mm. um, I think that's beautiful. She's yes. She, and she is, she's always smiling. She is. Yes, she is. (laughs) Always smiling. My little Lucy. She at the Um, teen retreat last, uh, this past summer, she was smiling the whole time. Always smiling. And she's always been that way, a hugger and a smiler. So that's my Lucy. Love her to death. No. Um, and she knows about this story. So I'm like, I didn't name you for that reason. Okay, so the scripture today says. Yes, but before we read the scripture, we want to be sure to say, get your cup one last time. Get your coffee. One last time this season. Get Get your your coffee. And your tea. tea, Bottle water. Right. And your Bible. Don't get a beer. It's too early. No. (laughs) Just get your Bible and spend some time with the Lord today. Mm -hmm. I just want to remind you that Mm -hmm. while we're um, not coming to you uh, over the next few weeks, um, just keep reading the Bible. Just keep seeking the Lord Mm -hmm. um, because we know he will speak to you. Okay. So we are going to be, we're just going to read through the responsorial Psalm today is Psalm found in Psalm 34. The response is the Lord hears the cry of the poor. And we are going to just read the Psalm today together. Okay. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be always in my mouth. My soul will glory in the Lord. Let the poor hear and be glad. Magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant and your faces may not blush for shame. This poor one cried out and the Lord heard and from all his distress, he saved him. 
The angel of the Lord encamps around all those who fear him, and he saves them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the stalwart one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his holy ones. Nothing is lacking to those who fear him. The rich grow poor and go hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, children, listen to me. I will teach you fear of the Lord. Who is the man who delights in life, who loves to see the good days? Keep your tongue from evil, your lips from speaking lies. Turn from evil and do good. Mm -hmm. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are directed toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The Lord's face is against evildoers to wipe out their memory from the earth. The righteous cry out, the Lord hears, and he rescues them from all their afflictions. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, saves those whose spirit is crushed. Many are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He watches over all his bones. Not one of them shall be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. Those who hate the righteous are condemned. The Lord is the redeemer of the souls of his servant, and none are condemned who take refuge in him. This is just a powerful psalm that is all about the Lord's salvation and rescuing in times of trouble and delivering um, want, delivering you out of all of your, um, you know, all those struggles, um, rescues them from all their afflictions, delivers them from all the trouble they find themselves in. So this, um, this Psalm 34 is by David and kind of interesting because David is, um, <laughs> he pretends to go mad. Mm-hmm. Um, in I, I believe it is in first Samuel chapter 21. If you want to go back and read this story, David <laughs> pretends to go mad and, um, he is, um, he goes to, King, the king of Gath, uh, Ashish, I may be saying that wrong, mm-hmm. but so the servants take David to the king and um, the servants said, is this not David, the king of the land? Is it not for him that during their dances, they sing out Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. So, you know, they were all saying, oh, that this was something that the people were saying about David. And this is something that stirred Saul's jealousy that, that David had killed more than he had, that David was a better warrior than he was. Yeah. So he, he kind of had that, um, he was going mad anyway, I think, but this was just, I mean, adding fuel to the fire. So um, they're saying, isn't this the guy that they're talking about? Isn't this the one that they sing about? And then David took note of these remarks and became very much afraid because he knew that they were, they were not his friend. They were, uh, They were saying, this is the guy that Saul doesn't like. So he feigned insanity in front of them and acted like a madman in their custody. Drooling on his beard. Yes, it says he (laughs) drummed on the doors and drooled on his beard. And then the king said, you see, the man is mad. Why did you bring him to me? Do I not have enough madmen that you bring this one to rant in my presence? Get him out of here. So I just thought that that was kind of interesting. And this psalm is written right after he feigned madness. Um, So that's one of those little scriptures, those little verses at the beginning. You're just kind of like, because when we get to the psalm, I'm always wondering when we say the Psalms in mass and we says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Like, why is the psalmist saying that? Yeah. And that's the rest of the story. Dave, the verse one of this 
chapter says when he feigned madness, and that's something I would just probably look over and like, ah, some Bible story, I don't know. <laughs> now I do know it, and uh, he's blessing the Lord because he has escaped Yeah, this jealous He He ruler. got away. And not only that, not only saying, hey, I will bless the Lord at all times, he says, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. And, and you know, that makes me think about how, you know, we all we are always jumping on a bandwagon, right? Mm-hmm. If if we're talking negativity, mm-hmm. if we're down in the dumps, people will jump on that bandwagon with us. But if we're praising God, we can change the atmosphere of a room by praising the Lord, and people will jump on that bandwagon. You too. do that, though, Stacy. You do that because I because I I mean I I really gossip is a sin that I work on all the time because I I really like to just be negative. I, that, my control freak nature comes from the fact that I've been hurt during my life. And so I learned to try to sniff out all the possible bad scenarios that could happen in every situation. So I'm prepared. So when the bad thing happens, I'm not caught off guard and I'm ready. And so I go down these rabbit holes of negativity because I'm trying not to be hurt. Mm. But I've, but you told, you said one time in the podcast, you can't be anxious and you can't be leading people. You can't be gossiping. You can't be sinning. You can't be unhappy or in despair if you're praising the Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, duh, right, of course. But then, no, there's times when I'm feeling like that anxiety yeah. coming after me, and I just start praising the Lord. Mm. Um, and you're right. Like, if if I just start thanking God for what I have in my existence, and I start praising the Lord, I am no longer focusing on the negativity. So you're so right. right. Mm-hmm. You're building up your spirit, man, and you're praising God, and darkness and light can't occupy the spirit. Same place. (laughs) So that's good. There's another scripture in here in this psalm. It says, This poor one cried out, and the Lord heard, and from all his distresses he saved him. So now that we know the back story, it's like, you know, that that, uh, where you hold two thumbs up and you say, This girl was, I can just see David's going, This guy right here, this poor one cried out, and the Lord heard him, and from all his distress he saved him. Yeah, that's me, guys. That's me. Oh, I, I love it. Um, the, Great exegesis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> that might not have been real holy, but that was funny. <laughs> he did seem to be a character. Yeah, he definitely was a character. Yeah, yeah. He goes on to say, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he saves them. And I was, uh, Stacy, you're podcast and we did that podcast on angels that was my favorite one i just loved hearing about that and you know it reminds me of the scriptures that says he gives the angels charge over him mm-hmm. uh, to well, he protects us he, he tells his angels to protect them lest they dash their foot against a stone so he gives us our guardian angels he gives us angels that do his bidding and part of that bidding is to take care of us uh-huh. and to help us and uh, I love that. We never know all the ways they're helping us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean cuz we can't see into the spirit realm. We don't know what's going on around us. The way you can know your angel has just told you something is like it's like the light in your mind goes on. You're, mm-hmm. You know we say when somebody has an idea there's a light bulb that we mm-hmm. draw over their head like a light just went on. Uh-huh. That's how angels can communicate with us. Like they don't talk because they don't have bodies mm-hmm. and they can't control our minds because we have free will. Mm. But they can they can bring light to our minds. That's so interesting. The next time I have an aha moment, I'm going to be like, oh, angel. he's here. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So this goes on. Another scripture says, taste and see that the Lord is good. That jumped out at me because mm-hmm. I just think about the Holy Eucharist. Yes. And I mean, what? why would he be saying taste the uh-huh. Lord? Yeah. It just makes sense. It's a prefigurement. Yeah. I yes. Think. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, if you hear a toddler singing in the background, it's Evelyn. Yes. <laughs> he has a beautiful voice. <laughs> so sweet. Okay, so um, it just goes on to say how God has delivered him, and he's just so thankful for all that God has done. And one of the things I love about David is, you know, he he is called, uh, God said he's a man after his own heart, but he just praises God. He's not, he unashamedly praises God. I mean, when he was dancing, Dancing. yeah, he's like, I'm praising God and I don't care. It's... It's just so cool to think that, you know, someone in that position with that authority, um, you know, in leadership like that, just unashamedly says, I'm praising God and I don't care who sees me and who's watching and, you know, come on and praise him with me. So I encourage you, um, like Stacy said, we just try that sometimes. What? Just start <laughs> dancing around. And praise. What, what is that called? A flash bo- flash mob? Oh, is it? it yeah. Where they people just start singing and dancing like okay. at airports and stuff. Right. Yeah, I would not ever do so, that. So like the next time we're at an airport, you want to just start singing and dancing. No. <laughs> They may come and carry us away. Oh, yeah. I wear black. I'm trying to blend in. I'm trying not to be seen. <laughs> um, but just, uh, just keep praising the Lord. Yeah. That's that's the message today. Just yeah. keep praising the yeah. Lord. And that, and that and know that when you get to the Psalms, there's a story there. There's mm-hmm. a back. I mean, Stacey, you know all these stories because you're studying the Old Testament. Right now. <laughs> it's so cool. I love it. Love I didn't it. know any of that. So good stories everywhere. Well, we are um, ready to say goodbye to season three, uh, we mentioned at the beginning. So we did in season two go through a lot of the catechism. We went through um, 44, 45 pages of the USCCB's catechism. Just I say the version so you, you know which page I'm talking about. Um, but it was most of the part one on the profession of faith um, and we did section one, I believe, and under, se- there's three chapters, I always get stumped here, under part one, section one, there's three chapters, we got to chapter three, article one, and we didn't quite get to article two, but if we finished article two, we would be done with all of section one, mm-hmm. and ready to go on to section two, the profession of the Christian faith. Still a long way away from part two, part three, and part four of the catechism, Lots of parts, but we we will continue this later. Um, we're we're gonna come back next year and um, continue to do the podcast. We really feel a strong passion for teaching scripture and tradition, though. So we're yes. going to continue to do more of that. There's so much you can learn in the church, and and do take this as a lesson. We stopped on page. We just stopped when we stopped going through the catechism. It doesn't mean you have to stop, but also this is one great thing. I have a whole bookshelf of books here, and I have even, I have about 10 times as many on my Kindle because I like my books on Kindle now, <laughs> and I've started uh, buying them there as much as I can, but I keep some books in my office that were inspirational to me that I, I have from a long time ago. Anyway, the thing is about being Catholic I don't ever feel obligated to finish a book when I start it necessarily. Now, some I do, 
But I read from the encyclicals a lot. I read from the Bible a lot. I read from the catechism a lot. I read from different theologians a lot, like Joseph Pieper's one of my favorite. I read from the Summa a lot. You should never really read St. Thomas Aquinas, especially the Summa Theologia, because it's a summary of theology. You should never read any of his works, but especially that one in isolation. So I will get lost sometimes. I need to I need to look up an answer to a certain question, but you really need to read what comes before and what comes after to understand the context. And so I'll do that. But you also, just like we're doing now, there's always kind of a pain in stopping because I know I didn't read the whole Summa. I know I didn't read all of St. Aquinas's works. I know I didn't read all of his contemporaries' works. I know I didn't read all of the commentaries on Aristotle because there were a lot of people that wrote commentaries on Aristotle. I know I didn't read all of Aristotle's works, but you can go on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Father Yaki is one of my favorites, and um, I say to people, I don't think I could read in a lifetime everything he wrote in a lifetime. Mm. He didn't have kids, but um, (laughs) (laughs) that's my excuse, but... No, so I'm saying all that to encourage you, don't let the fact that you can't finish keep you from starting. Right, right, right. Yes, and just, I mean, if you're a learner like we are, we encourage you to just read, study, and keep learning, keep feeding that desire, Um, and God will meet you there. Yeah, and you will find things that inspire you every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to be, I think we really found ourselves in that, just taking the teachings of the church. So Because so many people say to us in our correspondence and retreats that um, they get to be in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and they never actually sat down and read the catechism. They never studied Aquinas. They never read Aristotle. They never, who's not Catholic, but a lot of his reasoning led up to what the church purified as Christianity. Um, it's so exciting to read that stuff. I'm just now reading Aristotle in my 50s because I'm studying philosophy, and I feel like, oh, all my life, that's where these ideas came from. It, like in, in biology, we kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. Aristotle wrote about particulars and universals. That's where that idea came from. I never knew all that, and it, it's really like the background of Western culture. Yeah. Um, it's it's fascinating. So we are all about encouraging you to be learners. We both did the Strength Finders assessment, and we that's one thing we have in common. We're both learners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess not everybody is, but there you're really shortchanging your journey of faith if you don't read from the treasures of the church. Yes, yes, and you know. Scripture and tradition is so important to me because coming from, you know, coming into the Catholic Church later mm-hmm. in life, I love how it blends together. And and don't get overwhelmed with, I mean, there are so many things you can read and, and don't get overwhelmed with it. Just, you know, ask the Lord what he want, where he wants you to start. And of course, I always say you can start in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and you can word. go on and on. I, wa- I watch you do it. You just you look up because and, and, the USCCB website has all these links to cross-references. Yes, and you yes. just click around and click around. And, and it, it's beautiful. It's I, wonderful. It's I exciting. love it. I love it. So so just, just <laughs> pray. Uh, ask the Lord where He wants you to start. Just, you know, spend time with Him. He'll lead you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can't wait to... Be back next year. Yep. 
Uh, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, come watch for us on those two. Yes. Twi Twitter, I think we're going to stay away from. Yes, yeah. And um, you know what? We are going to be. No reason. It's just kind of loud for me there. I feel yeah. I feel lost. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot going on there. But And I, I'm, I've never gotten on that anyway. Yeah. So. Instagram and Facebook. Yes. We won't be doing TikTok dances. No, no. No. Uh, <laughs> I might, I might twist her arm. Okay. You don't know. Okay. You don't know. Don't never say never. <laughs> we'll do it on Instagram. <laughs> yes, yes. We no are Snapchat. definitely going to be no Snapchat, no. but we're going to be stretching ourselves. And also on the website, you know, we're going to do a newsletter. That's yeah. one of the things we want to start working on. Mm -hmm. So sign up for um, it. Sign up for it. Yeah, because we want to. We just want to communicate. We want to stay in touch. We want to build community. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And our friendship will continue to grow too. Yeah. Um, one of the hard parts about doing the podcast at first was we neither one of us wanted to interrupt the other one. <laughs> We're much more comfortable with that now. <laughs> As you can tell, yes, yes. And um, I love it when we do it face-to-face -to -face together like this. Yes. We're together today. I don't know if we said that or not. Right, we're yeah. together today. Usually we're sitting, Stacy's either under a blanket on her patio <laughs> to help the sound waves, or she's upstairs in her dressing room, yes. or I'm hiding in the closet attached to my office almost always because I'm hiding from the kids and dogs. Yeah. And, uh, and so we're doing it online, but we well, that was part of our podcast planning to do find a service where we could do audio online because if we had to do video we knew we'd we never do, a, do an episode mm -hmm. not no getting ready for the camera every morning um, but also we live an hour apart so we're able to to do it online and today we're together because we are starting those plans for next year yes yes so so god love you um yes. bless you thank you for listening this far stay tuned find us on um instagram and facebook just search stacy and stacy or go to one of our our profiles, um, Stacy Trisankos or Stacy Farquharson, and you'll you'll find links to our Facebook page. Yes, yeah, so or you can go to the Stacy and Stacy dot site website exactly. as well. Yes. Yeah. All okay. right. Okay. Well, God bless you. I'm Stacy Farquharson, and I'm Stacy Trisankos. Until next year. <laughs> <laughs> if you are interested in bringing Stacy and Stacy to your parish or study group for a retreat or a talk. They would love to come liven things up and keep it real. Please see stacyandstacy.site for more information. <laughs>